Hey, this is Joey Clavette, founder of The Wrench, and you're listening to The Wrench Podcast. This is our first ever exclusive interview. I sat down with Danielle Burgun and Darlene Carew at a women's drop-in center here in Ottawa. Uh, Danielle is going to tell her story about growing up trans and grappling with homelessness. She also goes by the name Tez Alma and previously submitted a piece in issue two of The Wrench titled Transitioning to a Butterfly. Darlene Carew is a social worker at the drop-in center and she's going to do the brunt of the interviewing. If you're interested in hearing more interviews like this when they come out you should be able to find our podcast on different apps like Podcast Addict and we're definitely on TuneIn and SoundCloud. In addition to our website and newspaper full of written articles we want to bring you more audio content focused on issues of homelessness and poverty with a special focus on the city of Ottawa. Go to our website ottawarench.ca or listen Look us up on Facebook if you want to see more. If you'd like to help us out by contributing financially, you can also find us on Patreon. Without further ado, here's the interview. I started uh, transitioning after high school in 2000. I had um, purchased female clothes and person um, attires and went to the Liberal government to get my name changed which they started the paperwork with me. But that was in Cornwall. And in Cornwall, I got kicked out of my apartment and my phones of my pre-op pictures and my ID had gotten stolen. So I had to get out of Cornwall because it was not acceptive. It was mostly a Catholic atmosphere and they weren't accepted of trans females or trans anything so after I graduated I had to move out and I went to BC and in BC I was accepted but I couldn't afford the prices of rent so I had to go to DI drop in in Calgary that was about three months after 2000 so in the middle of 2000 and 2001, I lived at the DI and the Mustard Seed in Calgary, transitioning there. Any questions? Yes. How did you make your way to Ottawa? Like what, what got you here? Oh, well, I ran out of money in Calgary and I wasn't able to find a permanent job. So uh, I used the rest of my money that my father had given me to go to Manitoba because that's as far as the bus ticket took me. And I got stuck in Churchill, Manitoba. And I met a few people that were related to my grandmother in Churchill and they weren't acceptive of me changing, but I had found a boyfriend, Walter Sinclair, that became my partner right up to 2004. And um, I, uh, I had to leave my partner because he decided after a while that he wasn't acceptive of me being a female. And so I, I left back. I went back to Cornwall because somebody had told me my father passed away. And 
I ended up in 2005 in Cornwall and I got my driver's license in Cornwall and my um, paperwork from the Liberal government, I had to restart in, uh, in Cornwall living with my mom. And I was wearing female clothing living with my mom and she accepted me as female, but she still called me by my male name. And it wasn't until 2006 that I was able to get another apartment in Cornwall. And I went to the Sally to get my clothes, which they have good deals for female clothes. And uh, I got my paperwork started by the Liberal government in Cornwall when I was living in my apartment. And uh, then uh, I had kind of um, a bad gossip ring going on in my apartment building. So I just left everything and went back to uh, Ottawa. People were gossiping about you? Yeah. So you just walked away from everything? I kind of walked away from my life in Cornwall and went to Ottawa in 2008. Did you end up in the shelter? No, I was homeless on the street right up to 2010. So how long were you on the street? I think a total of five years. You're kidding. Because wow. in Calgary, I, I was... I was also living in cardboard boxes under underpasses and for a couple of months, about four months before I found a DI. But how long in Ottawa? Ottawa? Yeah. Five years. Five years on the streets? Yeah. Not a shelter? I bounced in between shelters in Ottawa because the shelters weren't acceptable of me between Cornerstone and the Shepherds. And the Shepherds was really a bad atmosphere for me. And I stayed in women's intensive care, and they were kind of acceptive of me there, but there was still a stigma and there was negativity towards me. So I left the Shepherds and went back to Cornerstone. And I got in a fight a few times with, with a few um, girls that used to know me as a guy when I was in Cornwall. And so I couldn't stay there, and I, I slept on the street at like Starbucks or parking lots or anywhere I can find to sleep. Until I found a well, the well had beds, day bed programs. So I slept in the day at the well. And um, I, was, I was replaced on ODSP at the hospital at 2009. And Why were you hospitalized? They just said that I was trespassing and, and Who's they? the police, okay. somebody had to call the police and said I was trespassing and some, something else they told them and they just brought me to a hospital and the hospital incarcerated me for about five months. So they formed you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what that means? No, I don't know what that means, but whatever it is, my life is hell now because I got a guardian trustee that takes my money. So. But you're housed? Right. Yeah. And you have regular income now? Um, my neighborhood that I'm housed in is right now on Balsam Street is not that great. So. But it's better than sleeping on the streets or going to Shep's. I still prefer the street. 
before yeah, chefs are my apartment. Can we go back a step? Can sure. you explain what form is? A form is when you're found mentally unable to take care of yourself. So the the when they when a doctor or the legal system puts a form on you, they are they keep you in a hospital until they get you stable. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how often that happens in the it happens population? it happens a lot. But it's, and it normally happens with people who are suffering from mental health or addictions or both. And I know that you had some issues with addictions at a time, right? Well, it wasn't that much of an addiction problem, but I did use hard substances and soft substances and I drank a lot with friends. Yeah. So because you weren't able to, to stay housed, I'm assuming is probably one of the reasons why they formed you to get stable. Did they give you medication? Yeah, they yeah. put me on different medications. They were trying to stabilize you so that you could stay healthy yeah. and take care of yourself. And when they released me from the hospital, they brought me to Cornerstone. Yeah. And Cornerstone I, I stayed at Cornerstone for about maybe six months. And then I got in an argument with a few people from my past and got kicked out. And I went back to the streets. Yeah. And I went back to Cornerstone. And so you were in a, like a cycle for a while. Yeah. A revolving door thing. Yeah. So you went to the hospital more than once, right? Twice, yeah. Twice. I went to the, the, the police first brought me to the ROH mm-hmm. where they had formed me and told me that I needed a guardian trustee mm-hmm. if I was going to be released. Mm-hmm. And then the second time when I was homeless on the street for about three months after the third, maybe going on the fourth month, uh, police arrested me because I was sleeping in a government building and they had brought me to the Ottawa Civic and then I stayed between the Ottawa General and the Ottawa Civic a few times, maybe between two weeks and two months and then they brought me back to women's special care in in the Shepherds and I left that place because I couldn't stay there because it was too negative and toxic atmosphere at the Shepherds. So then I stayed on the street and then waited for a bed at the Cornerstone and then stayed there until I got my apartment. So I don't know how long that was, maybe eight months. It was, I know it was a lengthy process, but also I find that since your last hospital stay, you've done really well. Yeah. I find. I'm a little bit better. I find you are. I wish I was offered the financial guardian trustee so I can you, govern my own money. And even can. even my guardian trustee said that I don't need her, that I can govern my own money. It's just to get off of it, you need to, um, you have to um, kind go in of, front of a board. Go, go in front of a board and get a lawyer. And, yep. There are lawyers. We've yeah. helped other women get lawyers to get their public. I have a lawyer. Them. She just doesn't have her certificate for working in a, in a board. So I'm waiting for her to, to get experience. And well, you don't have to wait. We can hook you up with someone else. Yeah. I, I don't know if I want somebody else. Okay. Well, I'm just saying you have options yeah. if you need to. I don't really like the justice system or lawyers, really. I've, well, it was I've really for, your, for the, your benefit. It really was for your benefit. And once you've proven that you're you're capable and able to take care of yourself, they'll just drop all that. I was wrongfully accused by the police twice 
in Quebec and Ottawa. And in the Ottawa police, they had put me with men in, at Innes, and then they found out I was transgendered, and I had they put me in solitary confinement. And then when I got arrested in Quebec, they put me in the women's prison, which was okay, but they only kept me there for a month because trespassing is not a big deal. And then I came back to Ottawa sleeping on the street until I was able to get bed at Cornerstone. That was maybe around 2013. So we're 2017 now. So how you've been housed and stable for how long? It's been a while, hasn't it? Is it over a year? Yeah, it's over a year. Well, you told me once too that you had overcome some hard addictions as well, right? Yeah, I've I've overcome uh, powder, clean powder, dirty powder, crack, uh, pills. Um, what else? Oh, that's a medication. I, I used to buy medication, people's medications like fentanyl and use that. And then, then I quit everything and just stuck with smoking weed and cigarettes. Mm -hmm. But I think weed should be legalized. So I don't really well, consider that a hard substance. <laughs> 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 yeah, I wouldn't worry about that one right now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, was that difficult? So was that difficult to? It wasn't that difficult. I find no. It's just I have I was sweating a lot and I was kind of my mind was drained of thinking straight, getting Were off you the drugs. At that point? Uh no, I wasn't hospitalized at that point. But um, I find I find getting a gynecologist and help from the health center uh, in my transition was a big step. Do you find that when you were going through all your issues other than trans, trans, is it transitioning? transitioning yeah. Do you find that that was a, uh, it didn't really help you get what you needed to transition? Do you know what I mean? Because you were in the hospital, you well, were homeless, you were... They, when I was in the hospital, they put me on different... They were trying me on different medication. And I, my record in the past with the hospital was on Paxil. And that was a better schizophrenic drug than what they have me on now. So you're diagnosed schizophrenic? Bipolar and schizophrenic, yeah. Okay. And... um. They, they wouldn't, I wasn't able in the hospital system to transition because they, they didn't have the resources and didn't know about resources for trans people. And they, they wouldn't help me change my ID and to female. They would just, they would just push me aside like I, I didn't exist. But I think they are only supposed to deal with the mental health side, right? I don't know what don't it know. was. Yeah, they just refused to let me get my process started. It might be because they have a mandate, and that's not part of it. It might be that. I don't, I know. don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was frustrating being hospitalized. Was. 
So do you- it, it, I was I was sick because I was off of my estrogen pills and it wasn't good at all. But do you find now that you're more stable that people are more comfortable helping you continue with your transitioning? No, I still have negative gossip and verbal abuse from people. But I'm talking about professional people. Professional people, some of them are unaware of trans issues. Okay, so you're so still, still... I'm educating a lot of people that I talk to, staff and non-staff and workers and... Okay, because you told me there was something... There's a girl wrong. called Rhonda that always helped me feed and clothes and uh, clothe me and give me coffee when I was on the street. And I just got her number recently and I, I want to... I wanted to go to the next level with her, but I don't know. She hasn't called me yet. Mm -hmm. She's really nice. Or? Yeah, she works in a government building. Okay, but she's not like she a has doctor. a lot of money. Yeah, she's not like a doctor or something to help you with your transitioning. That's what I'm talking about. No, like that. There's medical doctors because you were telling me about something in Montreal, right? Remember. You were telling me about you wanted to go to Montreal. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. In Montreal, all transgender people have to go to Dr. Brassard. Brassard in Montreal It's a gender identity clinic where okay. you get uh, vaginoplasty done. But, but you, you have to be on a psychiatric waiting list with, between two psychologists that are gender psychologists from Cam H. That's what I was talking about. And... I just had one session with Cam H uh, uh, last week. Okay. So my second hearing isn't for a while. Okay, but so they help. So they will determine. Is that how it works? They will my readiness if, for the surgery. Yeah. Okay, but is it also to see if you're psychologically ready or? Yeah, it's yes. that too. Okay. They go. To, all my documents from the hospital and my past records were faxed to them, so they they take it into consideration my past and okay. my present, and then they decide for themselves if I'm ready or not for the surgery. Okay. And then they talk to my family doctor again. I went through four family doctors so far, so. So do you think that might be a hindrance? Maybe to your progress. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. So what are what do you plan to do if they don't accept you? Oh, they will. They told me in the, the last session that they accept me. Oh, okay. So you're as being on a waiting list, it's just I have to go through two more sessions with psychologists. Okay. Because you have to see two psychologists. And then what happens? Then I go to Montreal and get the surgery. Wow. And who pays for that? It's covered by OHIP. Oh, yep. So is breast implants. But I I have growth on my breast, so I'm already too big for breast implants. So it's, they're not giving me breast implants. I have to pay for it now. Okay. It's ten thousand dollars. A lot of money. <laughs> and my I have to get electrolysis done, and that's not covered. And I have to find some. Avenue to, I'm on GoFundMe and I'm trying to get funding so I can get electrolysis done. But it's gonna cost it's eighty dollars a session. Yeah, we we talked about this and remember I said you could probably work something out with your trustee. Yeah, yeah. no, 
I already talked to him. What is okay. electrolysis? Hair removal. Yeah. There's also laser hair removal. That's why I got done on the upper part of my lip. I got laser done. But I have a couple more sessions for that. I have to do my whole face with laser. So how do you feel about all that? Everything you just told us. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's just kind of stressful having to wait mm -hmm. to talk to different people. But of all your experiences through all the different towns you've been to, I do you find that you've got the most help here in Ottawa? Um, or was it BC? Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, BC has more transgendered resources than Ontario as a whole. Mm -hmm. I can't really place Ottawa as a good starting point for transitioning, but it's an ending point. Because you're, cause you're stable now. That's why I'm saying that. You're housed. You're stable. You should be able to get your money. Yeah, but I still received help when I was on the street in Calgary. Mm -hmm. And there was psychologists from universities in Calgary that assisted me in the drop-ins in Calgary. But I suppose the difference is that you were on the street in Calgary and you're, you're now home housed. I was on the street in Ottawa, too. I don't mind being on the street. It's just... You got to carry a lot of bags, so. I imagine it's really cold too. Yeah, it's some winters. I I got kicked out of Cornerstone in the middle of winter, and it was like minus forty out. I was sleeping on the street. They have very strict uh, rules there. At, uh, they do, yeah. They do, and there's a reason for that, right? Because they cater to different women with different problems, so they have strict rules. Well, yeah, and there's like another shelter that for women, but you have to be clean and sober because there's children. No, it's, it's a native one because there's children there. So yeah. there's different, there are different shelters with different rules for different reasons. Uh, yeah. I tried staying at Booth Street's, Booth Street's shelter, but um, I decided to stay on the street instead of going to Booth Street. Yeah, because Booth Street's not a shelter. It's a transitional housing. I don't know. They told yeah. me it was a shelter. Well, it's under the umbrella of the shelter, but it's not a shelter. Oh. Yeah. It's housing. You have your own unit, everything. It's really nice, actually. Well, for the longest time, Cornerstone was going to send me to Booth Street. Well, that's too bad that you didn't go. You should have went for a tour. Yeah. You might have liked it. I'm looking at volunteering in there. Mm-hmm. But after my operations, because I have three of them coming up. So what are the three? Uh, removal of my testicles, vaginoplasty, and another one is just an injury I had. Okay. So, now, so I'm having three genital surgeries. <laughs> well, you're brave, I have to say. Yeah. You've been through a lot. It's just a waiting time for everybody to get together and on time for appointments and stuff. Because Cam H already broke six appointments with me that we had to reschedule. So it took a I was supposed to get my vaginoplasty done last year. And they're just getting together now. So my life is just starting physically now to form. 
and this is 2017 we're in. Mm -hmm. so, can I ask how old you are? I'm 36. I'm going to be 37 in, in August. Wow. That's a long time. So Darlene helped me and Rosie helped me and a few staff at Corner as Cornerstone and Sarah and Kelly and um, Jackie, they all helped me at Cornerstone and Alicia is helping me and they're they're good evidence for support for myself, both psychologically and physically, because they help with everything. And Kirsty was working at the well, but she retired. She used to help me. Jennifer. Jennifer, too, yeah. I forget Jennifer's last name. Connolly. Connolly, yeah. She's at the mission now. Oh. Yeah, I stayed at, I don't know what year I stayed, but I stayed at the mission for um, maybe two weeks. And I stayed at the, at the Sally for a month. But then when they found out I was transitioning to female, they, they refused me to stay with the guys. And that was good because the guys all wanted to sleep with me because I was female and it was confusing. Mm -hmm. So I stayed on the street between those shelters. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I don't have any other questions. Do you have anything else you want to say? No. That's it. I took an online test to see what my sexu sexuality was. You had to take a test? Yeah, there's a couple of tests online. Oh, really? One from the States, one, two from Canada. And what were the results? <laughs> uh, bisexual. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Do you agree? Not really. Not really? <laughs> the, mark, Not very good. The, the mark was 70% liking <laughs> females and 5% liking males, oh, yeah. so... The Something like that. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> well, thank you, Danielle. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.